Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Straight Shooter Babe podcast. My name is Hannah. If you're new here, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> um, I'm very excited to be here today. Feeling good. I said I was going to be more consistent, and this is the second week in a row. Um, we're going to hope that I can keep it up for next week. <laughs> um, yeah. I hope everyone is doing well. Let me just set the scene for you. It's a Friday night, and today was my last day of classes before spring break. Woohoo! Thank goodness. It's been, I was going to say a long semester, but this first half of the semester i'm not gonna lie it's it's been a lot there's a lot hap- it was a lot happening with swimming and school and even this week school was a lot because it was like we're halfway so i had a lot of midterms and i was doing a lot yeah just feeling really good that it's over i had an exam today and I actually am gonna have an exam like the week after spring break which honestly sucks but that's fine it's fine I had my Spanish exam today and the exam that I'm gonna be taking after spring break is my Chinese exam so if anything it's kind of a good thing that I didn't have to take the Chinese exam um, this week because I have Chinese and Spanish on the same day within like one hour of each other which is a bit difficult sometimes so like if I had to do the Chinese exam which the Chinese midterm is like a three-part thing like you have to go in for the speaking and then on the actual exam day there's a listening part and then there's like a reading comprehension part and then there's also like a writing part I think so there's a lot with the Chinese midterm so honestly thank god that wasn't this week because i had spanish exam today which was on an entire book that we just read and then i had also my um sign language exam yesterday and i also had a project for my other class so all in all probably a good thing that the chinese exam isn't for another two weeks (laughs) um i do have to make sure that i am like keeping up with my Chinese, I guess, for the next week, though. Anyways, let's jump into the episode. My wins of the week. Uh, Honestly, this was, like I said, a bit of a rough week because of the stress of school, but what's my win of the week? Oh, today? This is a good one. Today, this afternoon, after class, um, one of my teammates and I went shopping, and I bought a pair of pants (laughs) I bought a pair of pants that's my win of the week I bought this pair of pants and okay this is why it's such a big win though because I kind of struggle to like find pants (laughs) oh my goodness no I mean I struggle to find pants that like I really like to wear um like other than jeans and my yoga pants like that's really all I rotate through it's like my three pairs of jeans and my three pairs of yoga pants (laughs) and then when it's warm outside I like to wear dresses so I don't usually like wear a bunch of like a variety of pants I don't even like leggings really 
I was actually really excited. They're like green, like a dark green, and they're not like jeans or I think I would call them like I guess like cargo pants, which is very like I feel like this is a bit out of my comfort zone, like but I think I've mentioned that I've been trying to work on my style a little bit more now. So it's also really exciting and I honestly am in love with the pants. I'm I'm really ready. Probably gonna wear them tomorrow, honestly. Um, anyways, that's my win of the week because I've also had a lot of moments this week where I just felt like I had nothing in my closet and picking out an outfit became so frustrating. <laughs> so I'm really excited I got the pants. Anyways, <laughs> let's get into the episode. I feel like this is going to be a really funny episode just because it's just funny that like I'm talking about, I didn't even say the topic. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even say the topic. Today, the episode, if you can't talk about the title, I'm talking all about passions. Oh my god. <laughs> I feel like this episode is a little bit all over the place. I was going to like set the scene and stuff and tell you guys what I'm doing right now, and then I just jumped right into the episode. <laughs> I'm just excited. What can I say? Um, let me set the scene. It's I'm sitting here at my kitchen table um, at 9... 30 actually it's about to be 9 40 p.m and all of my roommates left today to go home for spring break because they live like between three and five hours away so i'm home alone and i it's like 9 40 and i think i'm gonna make a latte after this honestly i was having i've been having quite a good like self-care night honestly i took a shower i cleaned my room uh like not just like a clean up, like a little clean up, but like I swept, I like cleaned the floors, like wiped things down and it felt really good. And then I played my violin for a little bit and then I took a shower and then I just painted my fingers and my toenails, which I've been meaning to do for so long. Um, so honestly, yeah, I've been having a really good night and now here I am recording this podcast a little bit all over the place, but it's been a long day. And like I said, this episode is all about passion. And going back to the reason that I said this is going to be kind of funny is because this week's episode is all about passions. And I think when we think of what a passion is, it kind of goes hand in hand with like, you know, working hard and like being on a grind. And that's just funny because last week's episode, I was talking all about taking breaks and like spending time for yourself. So, yeah, that's funny because last week when I said I was talking about taking breaks and taking care of yourself, yeah, the following, like, this past week, I didn't really take a lot of breaks, and I was just really stressed, (laughs) and now I'm talking all about passion and, like, working hard in this episode, and next week is spring break, which I plan to not do much. (laughs) Um, Anyways, sorry I'm a little bit... And I'm like a goofy mood, I feel like, because I'm just so tired. And when I get really, really tired, I just start laughing. Like when I'm with my teammates, they will tell you, I will just start cracking up at like nothing. Last night I got home from orchestra and my roommates were sitting in the living room watching a movie. And I was like talking in like three different languages, all of my three different languages, and then just cracking myself up and... They were also laughing. I wasn't alone in that. (laughs) But 
Anyways, I'm very tired, so that's why this might sound like it's a bit of a mess right now. I swear, I usually have these things organized. My episodes are usually really organized, but it's almost 10 o'clock at night, and I'm tired. Anyways, getting into the episode, finally. Um, We were talking about passions this week. I really wanted to do an episode on this because I feel like it's just a really important topic, and it's kind of a word that gets, like, thrown around a lot with people. I just feel that people use this word just too much, but nobody talks about what it actually means and the importance of passion itself and what it takes and how you find your passion. You know, so we're going to kind of, I think, cover all of those today, or most of them. Um, Like I said, I think it's a huge... It's just so important because I think finding your passion is just like a big part of your life because most of the time when you find your passion, I feel like it typically ties into like your profession and what you want to do. And like I said, people kind of throw this word around. And honestly, I throw this word around. I will say like, oh, I'm so passionate about my 10 p.m. lattes, which I'm about to make. (laughs) But it really does have more meaning to that, obviously. Um, Let's start with just the definition. So there's a lot of different ones, different definitions, but Google is saying that passion is a strong and barely controllable emotion. I wonder if they're saying, like, barely controllable because... If you have a passion for something, it's most likely going to be a part of your life. And if it's not, you're probably frantically trying to make it a part of your life. Like it's uncontrollable. Like you just probably do it automatically or like want to do it automatically. That's what I'm assuming. And that would make sense, I think. Like you can't help but do that. Do what the passion is. That actually makes perfect sense, I feel like. Now that I'm thinking about it, that does make perfect sense like passion is something that's barely it's an emotion that's barely controllable so that's why you're doing it so much you're doing that action or that activity or incorporating it into your everyday life like that just makes perfect sense okay anyways um i don't think passion can be something that you randomly just decide that you have when you love to do something like you just can't I don't think you're doing something and you're having a great time doing it and you've been doing it for a little while and you're thinking, this is my passion. Like, I don't think that's a thing. Um, Let me find an example. Oh, oh, this is perfect. So, um, like I mentioned, I play the violin and I love playing my violin. If anything, like, it is one of my favorite parts of my day and going to orchestra is a blast. Like, I just love playing my violin it brings me so much joy and so much happiness however I do not have a passion for playing my violin (laughs) I think the passion part of something that you do should really come from the why you love to do what you do and obviously I think a lot of successful and talented artists have a passion for their music and their singing or something and there must be some sort of why that is like I think if you look at famous 
artists such as Taylor Swift, like she clearly has a passion for songwriting and playing music. And you can see that and I think hear that when she performs. And if you don't know a lot about Taylor Swift, I have a friend who is a obsessed, I would say her number one fan. Um, and she told me that like all, if you listen to the lyrics of like her songs, like pretty much each album is almost like a story and not each and every album, but a lot of the albums are like a story and every song at least has some sort of meaning to it. So I found that really interesting, but anyways, yeah, I think the passion part of what you're doing comes from the why you love to do what you do and so for me playing the violin it's not like a passion because I feel like there's no like huge why as to why I want to like pick it up and continue playing and other than I'm just having a good time it's fun and when I get tired of playing I just stop (laughs) like today I picked it up this afternoon and I honestly have been playing a lot like I played every single day last for the past week like at least one point at one point every single day I played because I've been meaning to practice more because the music is really hard so today I picked it up again to practice but I played like the I played like two songs like we just reviewed the songs a little bit and I was just too tired like I really just didn't feel like it anymore and was like yeah okay like and I had only been playing for maybe 10-15 minutes and I just put the violin away and there was no here's the other thing there was no there was no like guilt or shame or like oh my gosh but I need to practice like I have to do this like it was just more of a like I'm tired like it doesn't matter like I'll practice tomorrow you know um, I think that's that's also a really good point. Like, if you don't have that, like, guilt or, like, not that you should be guilty for, oh, my God, this might sound bad. Not that you should be guilty for, like, wanting to stop or be tired. But, like, I think it's more of just, like, there's just a feeling of, like, like, I think people who are, like, music majors, like, putting their instrument away after they, like, only have been practicing for 10 minutes. Like, that's, like, me going to the pool during our swim season and getting in the pool for practice and swimming for a half hour but feeling like absolute shit and then telling my coaches I don't feel good and like getting out and leaving I actually did that this year because I had strep throat but so obviously I felt horrible but I got out I said that I my throat hurts my ears hurt like I feel horrible and he my coach was like go home so I did but I was crying I started crying on the way out and I think a huge part of why I was crying is that like even though I just felt that awful, obviously I had strep throat. I felt like absolute shit. And I also had water stuck in both of my ears. So like you can imagine everything was painful. Like it hurt to just lay in bed. I was in pain. (laughs) But even with that amount of pain, like I walked out of the pool crying because I had to stop. Like I had to get out of practice. And while I'm not going to lie, the swim season was kind of a mess for me and I'm thrilled to not be like forced into doing some of the practices that we had to do and just being under control of like coaches I still walked out of that pool feeling like oh my god but like I only swam for 20 minutes so I think that's a big part of it too like 
I stopped playing my violin and I was like, I'm tired. I'm putting it away. Like, you know, I'll pick it up tomorrow. No biggie. Like, and I think that's where I realized like, well, I don't have a passion for this, but I still love to do it, you know? So going off of that, I think it has to do, your passion has to do with the idea that you have a willingness to do the uncomfortable and do things others are not willing to do to have success in that passion. So I guess like me getting out of the pool, like if I didn't have a fever and I still felt like shit and I, let's say I didn't have strep throat, but I still felt horrible, I probably would have kept swimming just because even if though it's uncomfortable, like I technically wasn't sick, if that makes sense. So like I am willing to wake up like right now, I am willing to wake up during the week at like 4.30 in the morning to stretch my body and roll out my legs before going on my runs because running is something uh okay let's let's backtrack i'm not i don't know how passionate i am about running (laughs) i thought i was about to have a great example i don't know how passionate i am about running i can tell you i love to run i think this okay this more relates to like swimming like okay i was willing this year for swimming in the past 16 years, I guess, like I was willing to wake up at 4.45 or 4.30, whenever, almost every day, like at least five days a week, so I could stretch my body and roll out and prepare my body before going to the pool. Because I knew if I didn't stretch, I was probably gonna feel a lot worse. Like I was willing to do that uncomfortable thing of waking up an hour and a half before our practice to stretch and you know, physically prepare myself and make my peanut butter toast. I actually, like I said, (laughs) I still do that right now because I care about running. I don't, like I just said, I don't know if running is something I have a passion for yet, but I guess I can, now that I'm thinking about it, I think it's more the act of like racing is something I have a passion for maybe because I've done that so many times. I know what that feels like to be racing and I'm not like signed up for any races right now, but I think it's something I'm really excited to do like soon now that I'm, you know, getting back into running again. And I know getting back into running like takes a lot of time and you have to be gentle with your body, gentle with your legs. You have to take time to stretch and roll. And I do band exercises and you also have to be, you know, consistent. Like I can't run once and then go a week without running. I mean, I guess I could if I wanted to, but the point is, like, I think I do those things, like, I get up extra early, and I spend time doing those things, doing the uncomfortable, because I, you know, have some sort of passion for racing, I guess. I don't really know if that makes sense. That's okay. (laughs) Okay, this is definitely a better example. So, last episode, I mentioned that I'm learning three different languages right now. Um, Chinese, Spanish, and American Sign Language. And in order to maintain those skills in each of the languages, I have to be really consistent in using each language really often. And so I'm willing to take the time at least once a day to run through each of the three languages. Like I have flashcards for all of the languages. Yes, even American Sign Language. I have flashcards for all of them. And just 
I'm willing to take the extra time to run through those flashcards every day, even though, like, it honestly, like, it does take a long time sometimes, and I'm tired, and I have other things to do, and other things I want to be doing, but, like, there's just such a big part of me that's, like, but I really care about my languages, and I really care about being fluent, especially in Spanish, that I do take the time to run through those flashcards, and also... I listen to Spanish podcasts on my walks to and, front cla- to and from class, and I also take the time to, like, when I hear something in the podcast that I don't understand, I pause the podcast, rewind, listening to it again, and then I go in Spanish dict and look up what it means, and I write it in my new, in my deck of flashcards. I add it to the deck. So it's there, and when I run through the flashcards next, it'll be there. So as you can imagine, the flashcard list can get very, very long. And But the more the point is, like, now that I've run through those flashcards so many times, I would say, like, 85% of them I already know. Um, it's just a matter of, like, not forgetting, I guess, you know? Obviously, that action takes a lot of extra time and extra effort but I'm obviously willing to do it because learning languages is something I'm really passionate about. And I'm not really going to get into why my love for languages is really like something I have a passion for because I feel like it's kind of a long-ish story. Like there's just a lot of components to it, obviously. Um, But I just, I have my experiences and I have my reasons and yeah. I think passion kind of also goes along with like facing your fears and like I said doing the uncomfortable even when it's scary or rather like I think you're passionate about something when you have a lot of courage to face those difficult things and I say courage because I have actually this written down in my notes Um, courage is not the absence of fear but rather you don't let fear stop you from going after what you want. I think that's like almost kind of like a mirror definition of like passion. Like when you have a passion for something, you have the courage to like not let those fears stop you from going after that passion. Ooh, that's like really good. <laughs> I hope you all made it to this part in the podcast just to hear that line. Like, <laughs> if you want to stop listening now, that's fine. <laughs> as long as you took that away. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> I think this is a really hard pill to swallow for a lot of people because it's almost like the realization that To do something really meaningful in your lifetime and to do that thing you're passionate about, you are almost always going to be uncomfortable, maybe 85% of the time, which is kind of a lot, or maybe not that much. But definitely in the beginning, like going after that, you're going to have a lot of uncomfortability. Is that a word? (laughs) Uncomfortability. Um, But here's the good news. When you realize that you would be upset if you didn't try and go after that even though it's scary that's when you know you probably have found the thing that you're really passionate about once you have that fear or like just that guilt of like oh my gosh but like 
I should just do it even though it's scary. Like, that's when you know you found your passion. Oh, I have a really good example for this. I think this is a perfect example. Um, this happened to me a really long time ago-ish, and I think I was way too young to realize it, but I definitely realize now why I didn't back down in this situation, even though I was, like, terrified. Um, to my mom and dad, if you're listening, I don't know if you are, I think you can kind of guess what this is about to be. <laughs> um... So, <laughs> when I was really young, my swim coach would have us do these ocean swims at the beach in the summertime. Um, this, we only did this once a week. It was every Wednesday. And this was my least favorite day of the week. I hated Wednesdays. It was not, like, uncommon for the waves to be pretty big at our beach and... I always felt like I was going to be taken under and tossed around and not able to find the surface of the water again. Like, that sounds, that sounds really bad. But, like, I was, I genuinely was that scared. Like, it is just so scary. Um, so every single Wednesday, like, I literally woke up with anxiety in my stomach. Like, the whole day, I was not having a good time. I was just so on edge. And, like, everybody knew it. Like, all of my teammates knew my mom and dad knew, like, my sister knew, everybody knew that, like, Wednesdays, like, I was just stressed, like, I just did not want to go, um, because I have these, like, very vivid memories of being in the middle of the ocean, and having, like, almost a 10-foot wave come towards me, and there was, I felt like there was no way out, like, I couldn't touch the bottom, obviously, because we were out by the buoys, and I just felt like I wasn't going to get away from it. And I knew that this thing was about to crash on top of me. And But here's the thing. Every Wednesday when we did these ocean swims, I still did them. Even though I was scared out of my mind. And I have cried so much in the middle of that ocean because I was scared. But like I still did the swims. And... We all know why. <laughs> we know why. Um, because I have a passion for swimming. And I would say there was maybe, I think there was like one Wednesday, maybe one Wednesday that I didn't swim because of my anxiety. And I just felt like I couldn't do it. But get this. I remember that day, like, and I remember feeling immense amounts of guilt and just being so upset more because I felt like I let my fear of those waves control what I wanted to do and what I wanted to do was to swim and to become a great athlete and be strong and powerful and I think not doing the ocean swims in my head was like well I'm letting my fear control me from going after like chasing my dreams of being a high level athlete if that makes sense so but obviously, if I wasn't passionate about swimming, like, I wouldn't have any guilt about missing these little ocean swims. And here we are. I ended up at the collegiate level swimming, so if the shoe fits. <laughs> Is that how you use that? Is that how you use that phrase, if the shoe fits? I don't even know. It's 10.03 now. I'm so tired. <laughs> okay, now I'm going to get into, like, the main gist of like how you know something is your passion but I think 
more of well I guess we just did that how you know something is your passion but like I want to get into I guess how do you find that thing that's your passion how do you find that thing that you can't let go of um honestly I don't know I don't think there's any like true easy answer to this that you can just snap your fingers and be like oh do this and you'll find your passion whatever obviously um but I think the crux would be that you just need to like try everything even things that you're like I don't know just I think you should just try everything that's out there everything everything that's open to you and everything that kind of like jogs this like even like slight interest of like ooh, that sounds like kind of cool like I'll give that a shot or like ooh, that sounds pretty fun like yeah I'll try that you know um, and if you're if you start something and you like it this is going to be really simple but just keep doing it and I think that's kind of the idea like you just keep on going and keep on doing that thing and eventually you might just grow so close to that thing that it's going to be something you don't want to live without and it's going to be hard to let go of and I think I don't know it'll be like you're going to end up growing with that thing and improving on it and then wanting to improve more and I think it just um it's a domino effect after that I have a good example I think so when I was in high school I was taking Spanish classes but I actually decided, well, no, I didn't. Well, I thought I had decided that I was going to be finished with Spanish after, like, my junior year of high school. Like, I just thought that that was it. Like, yeah, I've taken Spanish up to this point, and I'm going into my senior year, and I'm going to graduate, and I don't really care that much. But here's the thing. During my junior year, I had a really great Spanish teacher, and I honestly ended up really liking the class, even though it was really hard. Um, and there was one day that like the other AP students and the AP professor came into our classroom and talked to us about the AP class and I think at first I was like oh they're just gonna talk about the AP class like obviously that's not gonna be me I think I literally had that thought I just was thinking that's definitely not gonna be me I cannot handle that but I don't really know what kind of triggered it but they were just talking about this AP class and I don't know what happens during this little spiel that they gave about the class, but I just had a moment of like, ooh, that, that sounds like really fun, and that could be so cool. And it sounded really interesting, and then literally at the end of the spiel, my Spanish teacher announced to everybody like, hey, even if you don't think, like, even if I don't recommend you for the AP class because the teachers just like gave automatic recommendations even she was like even if I don't recommend you still come talk to me if you're interested so obviously I wasn't recommended for the class but I was like I'll just go ask so I went and asked her about it and was like I think I'm actually really interested in doing this AP class and she was over the moon excited and even offered to tutor me that summer in preparation for the class and it was a really hard class. I struggled, obviously, but I'm really glad I did it because, get this, obviously now <laughs> I'm like a Spanish genius. I'm just kidding. I'm not a genius, but I'm doing pretty good, I guess, if I'm, it's my minor. Um, 
And it's now like a huge part of my major, actually one of the biggest parts of my major and like what I want to do with my life. So yeah, that's like honestly a picture perfect example of how that all like dominoed into my life. So anyways, I think just the main crux of when you're figuring out like what your passion is, what you love to do, what's that thing that just makes you want to get up every morning, jump up and down and just do it. Um, it's just trying anything that sounds even slightly like interesting or fun. And I think like, obviously this might be really hard. I know it was for me, especially when I started Chinese last semester. Chinese is, they say Chinese is difficult. It is one of the hardest languages to learn for sure. We have to start with like the base line of Chinese. So we literally learned like how to say the phonemes correctly. And obviously it's way different than English or even Spanish. Um, thankfully, with my major, I have like a background. So I took a phonetics class like two years ago and I was really into phonetics. I think it's so cool. So I think that definitely helped me. Um, but then we had to learn like the tones of the language and then we had to learn like all of the radicals, which are like the smaller signs within the giant characters. Um, and it, it was just, it was a lot and I was really overwhelmed and honestly like thinking it was just, I just felt like it was so gonna, I thought it was going to be so, so difficult and so, so hard. And, but like, here's the thing, like I just knew that like even though it was hard like I wasn't when I was studying for Chinese or like starting out learning it it wasn't something that I like dreaded like I knew I still had that interest in it even though it was that difficult and so I just kept doing it even though it was hard and I was struggling I just kept going because I had that slight interest and look at me now, I'm having a blast. Chinese is still hard, but like it's not nearly as hard as it was as it was before. And Chinese is honestly a really fun class. We have a good time in there. So I feel like I gave so many inspirational like little tidbit tidbits in this little episode <laughs> because I, I felt like I was giving examples of each of, I don't know, I was giving examples of each part of finding your passion, <laughs> but I feel like they're not bad examples. Um, I honestly, wow, I think this was a really good episode. Like, now that I'm, like, reflecting, I think this was a really good episode. I'm really happy with it. I hope you guys liked it. Um, I think I'm going to go make a latte now. It's 10 11 and I'm just going to sip on my latte, I think, while I edit this episode. And it's going to be so chill. And then maybe I'll go to bed. I'm so tired. Um, I honestly really, in all seriousness, I really hope this episode, like, helped you in some way just to, like, I don't know, think about what is that thing that you're passionate about. Or maybe you can't find that thing you're passionate about. Or, I don't know, maybe you're just bored and you want to try something new. I don't know. I hope this helped you in some way. Um, I hope you got something out of this. I love doing the podcast because I feel like it's a way 
for me to like release all of these like random thoughts in my head like I don't think people other, other people think about like what passion is or what it takes to find passion like but sometimes these random things do just come up in my head and I'm like oh my god that'd be such a good podcast episode and here we are so <laughs> um, I really do love doing this podcast and I'm super excited I have no idea what the next episode is going to be about Um, But we're going to find out soon, and I'm super excited to be back next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, if you made it to the end. I truly appreciate all of my listeners who take the time to listen to my little (laughs) rambles. Um, I know this was a bit all over the place because, <laughs> especially at the beginning, I really thought I had it all laid out, how I was going to start the episode and introduce and whatever, but, you know, sometimes your brain is just a little bit in shambles, so that's just what happens, and, um, yeah, be sure to follow the podcast Instagram, babe underscore podcast, and thank you so much for tuning in. I will see you guys next time. Bye.